Good morning, dear heart. It is January 24th. It's a Tuesday, and I'm Melissa, the founder of A Yogi Kitchen and Pantry. Welcome to Off the Mat. We're focusing on the word ease this session. I am so in love with this word, and I hope you are too. And I hope you've taken some time to really breathe into the word, thinking about what it means for you, maybe just first wrapping your head around it. And that's how we attack new things often, right? We just start by wrapping our heads around it first, and then maybe it moves into your heart space. And then from your heart, maybe it starts to ribble out into your body, or it could be a million, not a million, but it can be different combinations of that. Maybe you choose ease in your yoga practice first, and then your brain starts to say, oh, I get this ease thing. I like it. And then it moves into your heart. I mean, there's, there's many combinations for that, right? I am really committed to ease. And what's really fun about this word, sort of like joy was for me, is that committing to ease also brings some really beautiful things into my life that I hadn't predicted. And we're only three weeks in. So for me, this is a year long dedication to ease. Um, for our yoga family, it's six weeks. So we're halfway through and I wanted to share with you some of the ways that I've seen ease pop up this week or the last 10 days specifically in the spirit of ease. And maybe some transparency. I just wanted to acknowledge that I realize the sound sounds different today. There's a lot more background sort of noise going on. And it's because I've misplaced my microphone. Um, and I don't lose things often. I misplace them. But it's compact. And I have this new cat. And she likes to bat things around. And she likes to carry things in her mouth. I don't think she carried this around in her mouth. But I can't figure out what would have happened with it. Um, and she does carry some surprising things around in her mouth. Uh, the most notable is a little piece of copper piping left over for some plumbing we had done like a year ago before she came here. And I don't know where it was because I cleaned the room where they did the plumbing. So she found this little random piece and she carried it around her mouth, carried it up the stairs and loves to play with it against the wood floor. It makes a really satisfying noise to her. And it was the funniest thing. When I found it, I was like, all the toys everyone's bought you, all the welcoming gifts you've gotten, and this is the thing you focus on. But it is what it is. So I, I keep thinking my, uh, it's actually my AirPods, they're gonna show up. Um, and they haven't yet. So that's why the sound is a little bit different. Bear with me, I am getting a replacement pair very soon. And then I also just decided to leave the upstairs where I was. It's warmer up there at five in the morning, which is right now. It's my favorite time of the day. Um, but I just decided I was trying to be quiet because my partner's still asleep. But I was in the television room with the door closed and the cats were losing, or they're not the cats, the animals were losing their minds. They're pacing back and forth and she's meowing. And I thought, well, this isn't really embracing ease is it so I came down to the basement where it's a little cooler but I have a heater on me and um I'm wearing a big deep sweatshirt and got my yoga blankets on me and I'm pretty comfortable but it's a great example of 
the difference between who I was before I started focusing on ease, like three weeks ago, um, and who I am now. We're really looking for that middle path, really looking for that place of least resistance. We're like, oh, I could push through. I could keep doing this. I'm probably going to annoy the crap out of my partner. The animal's pacing back and forth in the hallway outside the door and then her coming and sticking her paw under the door nonstop was annoying me. So that's not ease, right? So I really wanted to just make this an enjoyable experience for me and for you to hear that, you know, I've got a smile on my face rather than the annoyed irritation in my voice. So that was the ease that I chose this morning. I really wanted to talk about my revelations around ease this three weeks into our six week session and then three weeks into my year of focusing on ease. And I had some really interesting aha moments around it. And one of them had to do with self care. So years and years ago, I took, and I've spoken about her here before, maybe even recently, maybe even in the last episode. Um, I can't remember if that was the podcast or just in a conversation with someone. But my mentor, my business mentor, Jennifer Lee, used to commit to, so years ago, I took a 10-month course with her. It's a business coach in course for um, right-brained entrepreneurs. So Jennifer Lee is the founder of Artisan Coaching. It's art to Zen, like the art of Zen kind of thing, coaching, and um, wrote the book, The Right Brain Business Plan. And there's another book, Right Brain, maybe it's just The Right Brain Business. I can't remember exactly what it is. But um, if you're in Lawrence, Kansas, our library has The Right Brain Business Plan. And if you are a creative entrepreneur, I highly suggest going to artisancoaching.com and looking up Jennifer Lee. She's not only um, really great at what she does business-wise, but she's an awesome person. And so when I was in this, this coaching 10 months, she kind of let us know right from the get-go that she would not be available on Fridays because it was self-care Friday. And I was so impressed with that. And I think she's younger than I am. But at the time, I just really remember thinking like, when I grow up, I want to be like her. I want to do that. And little by little, it sort of crept into my life. And recently, I took a whole day for self-care, and I was a little floored. So you guys know me, and, you know, I, I don't try to come across as knowing everything. I try to take you along on my journey, my spiritual, emotional, physical, mental journey with me of how my, my thoughts change and shift and how my um, awarenesses shift. And so this is something absolutely I've been teaching for probably over a decade, how important self-care is. And I have people in my life, students, clients, even family members who just will not commit to self-care. And they think it's really selfish and they think it's really self-indulgent and they think it's self-involved and it's all the things that and what I think about these women, a bunch of them, ten, most of them tend to be 10, 20, 30 years older than me. So the generation right above me. Um, and absolutely, women were conditioned in our patriarchal society that you put everything before yourself. And it doesn't matter if you work yourself till you're sick. You just take however many hours you need to take an extra nap, take some NyQuil, DayQuil, and get back to it. 
And um, it's actually the generation below me, my daughter's age, that they're really calling bullshit on it. And I think they're teaching us Gen Xers quite a lot. Um, I know people complain about the millennials and they annoy me as often as some of you. But um, I also think that the generation that's going to save us all, that they're teaching us so many things and they're not necessarily going about it the right way all the time. They're not always graceful or kind about it, but they are showing us, they're teaching us some lessons. So when Jen was doing self-care Fridays, sometimes it was a half day, sometimes it was a whole day, just depending on her life. And it was days where she'd go to restorative yoga. And I don't know if I mentioned this. One of the reasons Jen really resonated with me was before she was a business coach, um, she was a yoga teacher. So her language really resonated with me. Um, the way she went around her about her business, really committing to mind, body, spirit, and being a business owner really resonated with me. So she would do days where she'd take her dog to the beach and just go for long walks and take naps and read and just have a really quiet day. And Jen also is really open about saying, I'm a introvert, so I need that day to sort of recharge. And because I'm not, I tend to be more of an extrovert. I was sort of like, well, I don't need that because I'm not an introvert. And I think that's what I've been thinking a lot about self-care. Like I used to have days I called maintenance days where I'd take a long bath and, you know, if I was going to shave, shave or exfoliate and just soak. And, you know, and I just, I looked at it more as maintenance, taking care of Melissa, which is also self-care, but not some of the indulgent things like spa days with the girls. And one of the things that I think you guys know about me is I can be a little bit, um, what's the word? I don't know what the word for it is. Um, but I can say things like that. But then I also can tell you there's been times in my life where I've done massage every week. I've gone for a massage every week. But then I'll tell you, well, I don't do a lot of self-care. I need to work on that. So um, I, I, I don't know what the what the word is that I'm looking for. Um, an oxymoron, maybe, is, I don't know. That's really the word. So I'm starting to babble a little bit. Sorry. So what I wanted to share was that of like a 10 days ago or so I was starting to think about, huh, I think I could move towards self-care Fridays. My life is lining up aligning in a way that at least half a day on Fridays is completely doable. And so I've been wrapping my head around that and thinking about what that looks like. And some of you have been really amazing leaders for me in this way that you do an awesome job of taking care of yourselves and self-care you know we do these ideas where it's like spa day but self-care can also be I just saw a meme it could be therapy can be taking care of yourself it's good self-care and when I think about that I'm like well I've done therapy on and off since I was 18 so there's a lot more self-care in my life than I realize there's not always dedicated self-care there's, you know, some of the times when I was doing massage every week was because I was having pain. I was having issues with my body and it was super enjoyable and super relaxing and I loved it, but I could kind of justify it by saying, oh, well, I've been having this back problem, so I'm going to go get massages every week. Um, and there were times where I hobbled into the massage office and now I'm choosing something that's more along the middle path, finding that wise mind place is being more intentional about my self-care. So Saturday, 
I taught a class and then was like, you know, I have some things I want to get done, but there's nothing that has to happen on this day. And I was supposed to do something. I can't even remember what it was. And it sort of fell through. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go soak. And I got in the tub. And one of my good friends, director of Sunrise Project, Melissa, bought me some bath salts uh, back in the fall. And I used them all. And I just bought some more of those same ones that I absolutely adore. And then I also just have regular plain bath salts that I pick up like at Walmart, wherever it's a good price. So it's like, I used to be like five pounds for like three bucks. And I think now it's like four pounds for five bucks or something like that. So it's still very reasonably priced. Um, and so I mix it. I put in the regular Epsom salts and then I also put the scented ones in so that, you know, I don't use all the scented ones in like one bath. And I just soaked and I had my iPad next to me. I lit a candle and I had turned something on uh, my iPad that just I enjoy listening to and just laid there and soaked. And then my new cat came and she wanted to know a lot about baths and water and that was entertaining. And then the bath got cold and I drained some and I had waited long enough where there was more hot water. So I soaked and I think I was in the tub for like two hours. And then I climbed into bed and I started to like read and just relax and I ended up napping. And then I can't even remember what we did, but I, we had like a very laid back dinner. Oh, we had leftovers. It was our anniversary week. So I think we may have run out to run an errand. I can't even remember. And then we watched television and ate amazingly good Indian leftovers. And it was just this really peaceful, calm day where not only did I take time for myself, but I wasn't in my head the whole day thinking, okay, well, this is fine for now, but tomorrow I need to hit it running and I need to do this and this and this. I was just in the moment all day long and I didn't worry about tomorrow and I wasn't beating myself about uh, anything from yesterday or the day before. And it was so lovely. I am committed. I am 100% committed and I thought, well, self-care Saturdays. That's nice and alliterative and I like alliteration. I'm gonna do this every week. And then I looked at my schedule this week and I'm doing something super fun that I'm so excited about. So I mentioned Melissa earlier. She is a good friend. I've known her as long as I've lived in Lawrence. Um, and she's the executive director of Sunrise Project, which I just started volunteering with since I stopped traveling so much. So it's been a few years, but really in person and spending a lot of time with this amazing woman um, for about a year. And I don't know, I just made a decision a couple weeks ago. And I was like, hey, do you want to go do a sauna and a soak with me? I think it's called Soak and Sauna. Um, there's a new place, not a new-ish place in town. If you're in Lawrence, Kansas, it's called Mud and Lotus. And you can go and you book the space for an hour to 90 minutes at a time. And you can take as many people as you want. There's certain prices for different amounts of people. And you can go be in their sauna and be in their basically their hot tub, I think it is, and um, just relax and enjoy. And I thought like, oh, we'll, we'll do it this week. And she's like super good at just, bam, looking something up and, and taking care of it where I think about it. And then maybe I'll look it up and then maybe I'll wait a week and then maybe I'll book something. She just booked it. She was like, okay, the next time they have open is whatever this Thursday, the date this Thursday is. And um, 
so we're going to go. And then I thought, oh, well, maybe self-care Thursday is thinking about my schedule and how that might work. But maybe self-care Thursdays is a good day because I also have therapy on that day. And I thought, well, that's a good self-care day. What I've decided is I don't need to have self-care Saturday or self-care Thursday, but maybe just a day every week that I really commit. And I'm doing a lot of therapy right now. So, you know, there's, there's self-care built into a lot of days of my week, but a day where I just say, I'm not going to, you know, walk out of therapy and jump right onto my computer and do work. Like a day where I decide this is the day to really just take care of me. Um, and if you are someone who has little kids, I have been there. You are not thinking, or you are thinking, I can't take a day. You're not thinking like, oh yeah, a day is easy. I could do that. Um, but so what I would say is, or if, you know, you're a student or if you're in a place in your career where you feel like I can't do a half day, even a Saturday, I can't do a half day because that's reserved for laundry and errands and whatever. Find those little pockets where you can take some time for yourself. Maybe it means waking up an hour earlier and soaking in the tub like on a Wednesday morning at six in the morning or at five in the morning, like how freaking indulgent is that? Like, that's beautiful, right? I know you're thinking, oh my God, get up at five for a bath. No, thank you. Try it. It is really beautiful. Um, and actually I learned this from Melissa. For me, baths are just about relaxing. They're not about getting clean. They're about relaxing. And I told you I used to do some maintenance where I'd be like, okay, it's time to take a bath and I'm going to exfoliate and do all those things. And I still do that kind of bath once in a while, but it's really just about relaxing. Um, Melissa takes a bath like all the time, like every morning. I'm like, oh, wait, what? Like, that's like super yummy. Like, I want to start doing that with bath salts, with her coffee, with, I'm sure she's going to love that I'm telling everyone what she, what her morning routine is, but I'm just so impressed and inspired by it that I wanted to share. So, you know, for me, I also feel like when I use that much water, like I need to really stay in there and enjoy it. But what if you just took a 10 minute bath? It doesn't have to be a long bath. And I realize also not everyone can take a bath. Um, you may not have a tub. So what are the other things that you can do? that are just yummy for you, just for you. And what the other conversation I've been having recently is about, we are getting back to ease, I promise, right now, um, is about how much ease it brings to your life. So it's not just about like pampering yourself, it's about making your whole life fit together really well. And I really wanna stress this, because I'm not sure that we, any of us hear this enough. You deserve that. You deserve the pampering. You deserve the quiet time to yourself. You deserve the luxurious, indulgent activity, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, laying in bed and eating pricey chocolates, taking a bath with Epsom salts, going to the gym. I, there's a gym in town. So in Lawrence, Kansas, we have free gyms all over and they're good. Not all of them are equal, but there's a couple of really nice ones. And so you can go to the gym for free here. I, in the past, have paid for a gym simply because they have a sauna and a hot tub. And so I'm still trying to like work that one out, balance it out. Like, what should I do? Um, but I deserve that. And so do you. You are so deserving of that. And let me tell you what's been happening with me as I'm taking these days and then one of the conversations I've had with um, 
the group that I volunteer with is some of us are there for long hours and not always taking care of ourselves. On Wednesdays, I am at Sunrise, not every Wednesday, every other Wednesday, the first and third of the month, I'm at Sunrise Project from like 10 in the morning or so till about six at night, sometimes a little bit later. And it can be a very long day. And I, my first job was in a restaurant. And when you grow up like that in the restaurant industry, and my parents, I've mentioned this before too, my dad was a doctor, my mom was a nurse, my sister's a nurse, my sister's now a professor of nursing. But food industry and the medical profession really push you to, what is what I want to say, ignore who you are, mind, body, spirit, to really be completely in your head and forget or push away how you're feeling physically or emotionally. And so I, that's how I was sort of was trained. I can go very long hours without peeing, without taking a drink, without needing to sit down. And I can do it. And now that I'm in my 50s, it's a little harder, but I still do it sometimes. And what will happen is then when I leave at six o'clock, just the drive home, which is less than 10 minutes, that sitting time makes me feel so stiff and so exhausted. I get out of my car and I'm like, oh, crap. And that shouldn't be true. That's not a good way to feel after a day of work. And just 10 minutes of sitting is like, oh, so, and recently I was working with someone who hadn't eaten all day and was feeling a little crabby. And I was like, you need to eat. And they're like, well, I'm not hungry. I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. You haven't eaten all day and we're at three o'clock. So you ate last night, then you slept for eight hours. And now it's been another like whatever, six hours. Your hunger isn't showing up because you're detached from how you're feeling physically, not because you don't need to eat. Like you actually do need to eat right now. So finally the person did eat and felt much better and was like, wow, you know, I forget that. Or, and it was just, it was another really good reminder. So what we talked about is that, you know, I was doing that when I first started volunteering of these long days, I was doing a lot of that because that was what I had been accustomed to. And then I started making a really big effort to eat a really good breakfast, a lot of protein in the morning, maybe some carbs, which I don't usually eat a lot of carbs in the morning. But since I know I'm going to have this long, physically involved day, I have some carbs on, on those Wednesdays. And then I'm carrying around, I bought an embarrassingly large, it's Starbucks actually. It's, so it's in a venti cup with a straw. And it's plastic, which I've been trying to avoid that for so long. And I found this one at a really good sale at our local grocery store, like super good sale. And I kind of couldn't turn it down. It was under $5. I couldn't turn it down. And it's orange, which is not my favorite color. And I just was like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. So I bought this thing and I carry it around with me everywhere. It's right next to me right now, next to my coffee. And it always has water in it. I don't put coffee in it. I don't like cold coffee. Um, so it's always got water in it. And on those days, I absolutely make sure that it's there. And there are times that I will have like three different drinks. I'll have my water. I'll also have some coffee and then I'll have like a sparkling water sitting right there and really work on hydrating during that day. And so on the days where like, I'm doing a good job of hydrating and I'm like, you guys look, I'm going to the bathroom for the third time today because there have been times where I've been there and I won't pee all day long 
because I'm not drinking all day long because I haven't eaten all day long and I'm not sitting and resting. And recently I've had some knee issues and it's made me have to sit sometimes and just take a moment to release and just relax. And so what I said to her is, you know, this is just sort of basic self-care. Um, this is to the woman that is not doing it. I said, this is basic self-care. But what I'm finding is the more I engage in sacred self-care, those times where you're not just doing the basics, but those times where you're really sinking down into yourself and being present, mind, body, spirit, meditating, being in the tub, going for walks that are more about the quiet and the meditation than about the exercise. When I do that, I'm finding everything in my life sort of falls together a lot easier. I am sleeping better. I am eating better because I'm eating better and sleeping better. I'm more willing to take time for myself. I'm more willing to say yes to things that before I may have thought, oh, I would love to do that. But honestly, my life feels overwhelming enough. I have way less overwhelm when I'm indulging in self-care. And I say indulging in the best way possible. So I, if anything, I want you to hear that from me. I encourage you to try something completely different for self-care than you've been doing. So um, when I lived in New York, people always complain about how expensive New York is. And I think those are people who don't live in New York because there's always really amazing deals in New York. You just have to find them and you have to take the time to find them. But when I lived in Queens, it was very common. You didn't have to look hard to find really great mani-pedi deals. I mean, like 25 bucks for a mani and a pedi and a good one. Maybe not the most amazing mani-pedi you've ever had in your life, but a very good solid mani-pedi that would last for a while. Um, 25 bucks. So I used to do that. And that was, I wasn't even thinking it was my self-care so much. It was a, another one of like, I'm exhausted. I can't do one more thing. Like, you know what? Let someone else touch my feet and my fingers. Um, and I did start to look forward to it, but I, that became sort of a regular thing for me. Um, now that I live back in the Midwest, they're a lot more expensive, so I don't do them as much. And to be honest, I'm not taking care of that quite as much as I used to. Um, so, you know, it's all, it's all a process, right? It's all, um, taking baby steps and we're different people. Who I was when I lived in New York is a different person than who I've been since I've come back to Lawrence full time. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing bad about that. So I, I offer you a little ease this week. I, I offer you um, some encouragement to take some self-care time. Um, if you're someone who does a lot of exercising, which is wonderful self-care, but can be hard on who you are emotionally, mentally, physically, maybe take a little break. Do some things that aren't um, the hardcore exercise that you do, take a week off, or plan a week, a month to do like more gentle workouts. That's lovely self-care. Um, I am going to plan a week a month. I talked about this last month and I haven't done it yet. I'm going to plan a week a month to work on inflammation in my body because I have arthritis and inflammation is the beginning of all disease. And I, I worry about it in my body. So I want to take like a week to really do some good habit building. Um, and so maybe the first, I don't know, quarter of the year, it's 
a week, a month. And maybe then after that first quarter, it just becomes part of my regular activity. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I hope you're having a really lovely Tuesday morning or Tuesday, whatever you're listening to this. Um, it's been a beautiful day so far. All right. So finally, last part, I just want to talk about what's coming up. Um, this has become actually a part of the podcast that I enjoy. There was a time when I would talk to you guys about what was coming up that I felt like I was bothering you. I felt like I was being a nuisance and I get feedback from you guys that you like being reminded of things that are happening, um, that it keeps it in your heads, that it reminds you to go write things down and that it's just nice to hear. Um, even from people who aren't here in Lawrence, Kansas, like it's nice to hear what's going on. So, um, most of these events are in Lawrence, Kansas. We are at January 24th. Is that right? Yep. 24th, February 4th, which is the first Sunday of the month. Okay. Well, first let's say February 1st. If you're in Lawrence, Kansas, it is our next community meal at sunrise project. Um, it's going to be veggie chili. I'm very excited about this because I've been kind of craving chili and Melissa and I will make a lot of the same dishes, but we do it in very different ways. So we just did a uh, West African peanut stew. Her peanut stew is completely different from mine. It was really, really delicious, but now I'm sort of craving mine. So I, I think I'm going to be making that next month. If um, you're one of the people that I share meals with, I would love to share with you. Um, and if you're not, but you'd like to be, um, I'm thinking of someone specifically that I share with occasionally, but I could definitely share more often with because I, I really believe in sharing things like food and um, it's just a really great practice. It's a great way of having our community and, and loving our yoga family. So um, it's veggie chili February 1st. So that means that we are doing work together on Tuesday, the 31st, right? 31st. Um, 11 to 1 and then 5:30 to 7 you can go to sunriseprojectks.org to sign up if you are not able to join us to chop and prep and hang out together to make that meal possible you can also contribute to that meal by doing some shopping for us and if you go to the website sunriseprojectks.org you can find the shopping list for the next meal and we just need it to show up by that monday beforehand um so that we know like what we have on hand before we go put in grocery orders and pick up the rest. So we love when people contribute, it's helping offset our budget. Um, and then when we don't have to put so much into food, it helps us pay for other things. Like recently we had a large water bill there and we were able to take care of that. Um, and just, you know, making a nonprofit as um, budget friendly, for us and for the people that we serve as possible. So this is a free meal um, and people do, do make donations and the donations have been very generous lately. And we're super grateful for that because um, it, it takes a lot to run a nonprofit. So your donations are always really, really helpful. Um, and whether it's food donations or monetary donations, we, we love them. We appreciate them. They are never required, but we love getting them. Um, so that's the next meal. And then February 4th, if you're in Lawrence, Kansas, we're all going to join at my house the first Sunday of every month. I'm bringing back an old tradition that I really loved, but I always felt was never quite successful. And it's yoga family potluck. 
So I started this when I owned Breathe Holistic Life Center on Massachusetts Street down in downtown Lawrence, Kansas. And once a month, we just got together and we broke bread together and um, hung out. And I think in my head, I always sort of pictured it like those marathon meals where people would sit and, you know, drink bottle after bottle of wine and just laugh and talk about important things and silly things and meet new people. And it was never like that. People would kind of come and go and it was never like one big group at the same time. And it just always kind of, I had expectations and I got disappointed when I brought up the idea of bringing back family potluck, like, I don't know, six months ago, a few people jumped up right away and said, Oh my God, yes, let's do that again. That was so fun. I miss when you used to do those. And I was completely surprised. I'm like, really? And one of the people, I don't even remember being at those potlucks. I was like, all right, well, let's do that again. So we're going to meet at my house. If you would like to join us, you need to RSVP at least for the first few months until I get a sense of how it's going and what people want and everything, um, what to expect in terms of what I'm cooking and everything. Um, we're going to go veggie. If you brought something with me in it, we won't lock you out, but um, we're going to go veggie or vegan, whichever you prefer. Um, and again, if you have a dish that you absolutely love and want to share and it has meat in it, feel free to bring it. We are going to meet one o'clock. Sunday, February 4th at my house, you need to either text 785-760-5412 or go to Facebook, a yogi kitchen and find the event for the yoga potluck. And you can RSVP there. Um, or you can email me mel at a yogi to tell me you want to come and I will send you my address. So we're going to, yeah, we're going to get together in my home, which I love doing. I love when you guys come here. It feels really homey and yummy to me. If it's warm enough, um, and I don't think it's going to be, but if it's warm enough, we can be outside around the fire, even in the middle of the day. We did that for our yoga retreat on New Year's. No, we did that for potluck and uh, burning bowl on New Year's day is we were, we burned, um, things to leave behind in the past year. And it was really beautiful outside. And we sat around the fire for a little bit and I ended up wishing I had set aside more time for that um, because it was really lovely to sit around the fire outdoors. So we'll do that again if it's warm enough and it's dry enough. That's February 4th. Starting like tomorrow, we are going to start taking orders for our takeout pizza party fundraiser. So this has been a really big source of frustration for me, trying to figure out how to set up the website to take these orders and how to not have to learn a whole new platform to link. So what we're going to do this year is we're going to go old school. I am going to put together the menu. It's already put together. I am going to publish the menu on the website and I'm going to leave a space for you to email me and you're going to email me your order. I am going to send you an invoice. You're going to, and when you email me your order, you're going to tell me when you would like to pick up your pizzas. And, um, I am going to send you an invoice and you can pay for it through the website, pay through it inside uh, through the invoice, or just pay for it when you see me. Um, when I deliver the pizzas to you, I think that's going to be okay. Actually, probably I'll just have you do it all, all either through the invoice or on, on the website. Um, and this is a, a fundraiser for us. There's some things that we are saving money for. We actually found a really good deal on a 
color printer. So we went ahead and purchased that, but this fundraiser is going to help cover those costs for the color printer. And then there's some other things that we're looking for. Um, it's also going to help us fill some holes in the pantry. One of the things that are harder for us to provide for the bakers is eggs as they've gotten more expensive. Um, we don't always provide dairy products, but we will start doing that. Um, especially butter. I haven't been providing butter. Sometimes I provide margarine, um, but we'll do that. And that money will help us do that. Um, it's also going to help us possibly do some things like t-shirts that we're going to see about that one, but mostly it's just going to help us feed and clothe people. Oh, it's going to help me pay for some labor to help sort things. Uh, I have a closet full of donations of clothes for mostly adult women, but there's some for men. There are some kids clothes and they just need to get sorted. We are handing out clothes on a weekly basis. They get handed out, whether they're hats or coats. Most recently, there is a young man that I look out for on Mass Street and we were able to give him some jeans from a donation from um, another volunteer from Sunrise. So that fundraiser is going to help us do that. And it's going to run from February. It's changed a little bit now because some travel came up unexpectedly it's going to run from february 10th to the 17th so anywhere in that week you can order pizzas well you'll pre-order before that week and anywhere during that week i will deliver pizzas to you or you can come pick them up if you're further away than lawrence proper um and that time span i didn't realize this that time span is going to cover super bowl sunday and valentine's day so if you're interested in pizzas, they're individual baby stuff pizzas for Super Bowl Sunday or for Valentine's Day, um, look to the website very soon, tomorrow, and you can put in your orders. I will only be making so many pizzas for like Super Bowl Sunday, so order early. And that's kind of what's going on. Our next meal is um, February, what is that? February 15th, is that right? Yes, the second meal is February 15th, and we are doing minestrone soup, is my understanding. Um, oh, and that meal, Molly, a college student at KU, is going to be baking bread. So if you'd like to learn how to break bread or you like to burn bre break bread, bake bread, um, contact Melissa, sunriseprojectks.org, or Melissa at sunriseprojectks.org, and uh, find out when Molly's going to be baking. All right, I hope you're having a very lovely day week don't forget to sink into the ease see how self-care brings more ease into your life see how self-care and ease makes your life fit together even better you deserve it have a great one namaste mm -hmm.